Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 67, Lasting Happiness, a Recipe. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about what Christmas is really all about. Today, we're going to be talking about happiness, the lasting kind. One year, as a third grade teacher, we were just getting ready to start reading the most amazing book, Charlotte's Web. To get things started, the students and I began a discussion on the qualities that make a good friend And then I asked these most amazing third grade students to come up with their very own recipe for friendship. I was amazed at the ingredients they included and the amounts of each one that they thought would be necessary in order to make a friend. This is what they came up with. Eight cups of kindness. One gallon of silliness. Two gallons of laughter. Six tablespoons of honesty, three cups of trust, one teaspoon of argument, and one cup of forgiveness. Don't you love all of that? Today, instead of a recipe for friendship, I want to start by asking you to think what would be included in your own recipe for happiness. What are the main ingredients? you might need in order to create happiness in your life? And how much of each ingredient would you need to prepare? What would be the instructions as you mix and apply those ingredients through the days of your life to have lasting happiness? So to begin your recipe for happiness, you would first need to know what happiness is. A children's song says, Happiness is finding a pencil. Happiness is learning to whistle or finally learning how to tie your shoes. Happiness is two kinds of ice cream and five different colored crayons. Happiness is having a sister. Happiness is singing a new song. Happiness is coming home again after you've been gone so long. What do you think happiness is? Is happiness based solely on events and circumstances that come into our lives? Or is happiness founded on the focus of our lives? Is happiness a destination where you will finally find it at the last stop of a journey's end? Or can happiness be found right inside the journey's core? Is happiness fleeting, temporary, and always hurriedly passing us by? Or is there lasting happiness, true happiness, eternal happiness? Listen to the synonyms for happiness. Contentment, joy, optimism, peace of mind, well-being, beatitude, blessedness, hopefulness, thankfulness. 
what is lasting true happiness? And can we experience eternal happiness in this mortal life? True happiness is a quiet, steady sense of well-being, contentment, and gladness. True happiness lasts much longer than a passing mood. True happiness has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. Does that sound familiar? True happiness is our birthright and the purpose of our great voyage on this earth. True happiness is a decision. President Nelson taught, and I love this quote, Life is filled with detours and dead ends, trials and challenges of every kind. Each of us has likely had times when distress, anguish, and despair have almost consumed us. Yet we are here to have joy. And I have to tell you, that sentence ends with a question mark. Saints can be happy under every circumstance. We can feel joy even while having a bad day, a bad week, or even a bad year! The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. When the focus of our lives is on God's plan for salvation and Jesus Christ and His gospel, we can feel joy regardless of what is happening or not happening in our lives. End quote. One year, at the beginning of a new school year, our PTA gave all the teachers a book called The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker. In it, he explained that some people think that after they find success in their lives, then they will find happiness. But actually, he taught, happy people are those who will finally find success in their lives. I love the idea that happy teachers are good teachers. Positive psychology agrees that happy people are more successful. Happy people get sick less often, have more friends and a better support system. Happy people are more likely to help others, which makes you happier. Happy people have an easier time handling the challenges in life. Happy people smile more, which tricks your brain into thinking you're happy, which is beneficial to your health. Why is it important to seek true happiness in this mortal adventure? I think it is important to seek it because of what the opposite of true happiness is. Now, listen to the antonyms of happiness. Despair, discouragement, dissatisfaction, misery, desolation, sorrow, worry, and woe. Thinking about all of those words, who do you think would want you to live your life in unhappiness? Who would want you to never find true happiness? In 2 Nephi, in the Book of Mormon, we read, In contrast to God's merciful plan for our happiness, joy, and glory, Satan desires that all men might be miserable like unto himself. In last October's General Conference, Elder Gary B. Savan taught, 
why we need true happiness in our lives. He said that even though life will still have its challenges as we seek to find true happiness during this mortal adventure, we will be able to face each with a sense of purpose and peace because of the eternal truths we understand and live by. End quote. Satan is the great deceiver, liar, and enemy to all that is good, including our happiness. His great desire is to thwart our Heavenly Father's plan for happiness. Sometimes in this mortal adventure, true happiness can elude our searching and get away from our beseeching. Elder Savan teaches that in our world today, quote, essential principles for true happiness seem to elude many in this confusing world where many things are interesting, but few are truly important, end quote. How does happiness elude us? Maybe we have days when we are too busy to be happy. Maybe there are times when we are too worried, too hurt, or too confused to be happy. And that can leave us with being too forgetful of Heavenly Father's plan for us and for our families. Too worried to remember who we really are as children of God. Too uncertain to keep in mind our own great worth and His love for each one of His children. Too focused on the problems of the now and too forgetful of the eternity to come. Too unsatisfied to recognize all the wonderful things around us. All these emotions are part of the world we live in. Finding lasting happiness in a fallen world is going to take some ascending, some climbing. Happiness, true happiness, is going to take some work. How do we fight off despair, discouragement, dissatisfaction, worry, and woe? How do we prepare so we can overcome misery, distress, and grief? in a world where challenges and struggles will surely come. We create, we shape, assemble, construct, and we build into our lives those things that will genuinely create lasting happiness. So what is your recipe for lasting happiness? What are the ingredients you will need in your life so you will be able to seek after your Heavenly Father's plan for your happiness, not only in the eternities, but also in the life you are living right now. In his talk, Elder Savan reviews five essential principles to help us find true happiness in this mortal adventure. He calls them the hallmarks of happiness. Number one, foundation building. He said, Building upon the foundation of Jesus Christ is essential to our happiness. This is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. Why do we need it? Doing so will prepare us for the challenges of life that will come. When we are earnestly striving to come unto Him, the divinity of the Savior of the world and of His redemptive love and power, will heal, strengthen, and lift us. How do we build it? 
we do our very best to follow Christ and his prophets in spite of our limitations. Number two, identity trusting. He taught that it is crucial to our happiness that we remember we are sons and daughters of a heavenly father. Why do we need it? Elder Savant said, knowing and trusting this reality changes everything. As the knowledge of our divine lineage and eternal potential sinks deep into our souls, we will be able to view life as a purposeful, unfolding adventure to learn and grow from. I love that part so much. I love the idea that we can view life as a purposeful, unfolding adventure to learn from. Don't you love that? How can we build it? He added, there is a wise line in a song from the film, The Prince of Egypt, that states, look at your life through heaven's eyes. Number three, kindness keeping. Always remember the worth of a soul. Be kind to others. Why do we need it? We will never regret being too kind. President Nelson said, One of the easiest ways to identify a true follower of Jesus Christ is how compassionately that person treats other people. How do we build it? Part of being kind is being forgiving and non-judgmental. Paul wrote to the Ephesians, quote, And be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. In the book of Proverbs, it counsels us, quote, Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it, end quote. I looked at this again because I was curious about the phrase, withhold not good. And I know that's a double negative, so I love to pick apart words. So I went kind of into it and found out that obviously withhold means to refuse, to deny, to hold back, or refuse to give. So I think about this phrase, withhold not good, And I think that it means also to refuse anything that is not good to give to another. For example, if someone you know has said something mean, hold back your desire to let them have it. Suppress your feelings of anger and refuse retaliation while giving acceptance and forgiveness instead. And I don't know, I just love thinking about that. We can withhold not good from them to whom it is due, especially when it is in our power to do it. Number four, eternity thinking. Maintain an eternal perspective. Our Father's plan stretches into the eternities. It is easy to focus on the here and the now and forget the hereafter. Why do we need it? Because seeing life from an eternal vantage point gives clarity, comfort, courage, and hope. How do we build it? 
we do the work to see life from an eternal vantage point. Remember, we are surrounded by innumerable blessings that we can easily take for granted if we are not mindful. And then number five, gratitude giving. You will never be happier than you are grateful. Why do we need it? Gratitude gives birth to a multiple of other virtues. Failure to appreciate our blessings can result in a sense of dissatisfaction, which can rob us of the joy and happiness that gratitude engenders. How our awareness would change if every morning we awoke with only the blessings we were grateful for the night before. How do we do it? President Nelson has said, quote, Each new morning is a gift from God. Even the air we breathe is a loving loan from Him. He preserves us from day to day and supports us from one moment to another. Therefore, our first noble deed of the morning should be a humble prayer of gratitude. End quote. Elder Savan promise, quote, I promise you that if you build your life upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, value your true identity as sons and daughters of God, remember the worth of a soul, maintain an eternal perspective, and gratefully appreciate your many blessings, especially Christ's invitation to come unto Him. You can find the true happiness you seek during this mortal adventure. Life will still have its challenges, but you will be able to better face each with a sense of purpose and peace because of the eternal truths you understand and live by. End quote. What is your recipe for lasting happiness? What are the main ingredients you will need in order to create happiness in your life today? And how much of each ingredient will you need to prepare? And what will be the instructions for the day as you mix and apply each of those ingredients through all the days of your life to have lasting happiness? Here is a recipe for lasting happiness. Ingredients include four cups of foundation building, one quart of identity trusting, eight pints of kindness keeping, one fourth gallon of eternity thinking, and 32 ounces of gratitude giving. Then select any large given day and spray the inside of that day with a mixture of patience and hope. Next, Purposely measure out and add each of the five main ingredients, stirring carefully after each one, so happiness will be combined all the way through every one of your days. Add a pinch of acceptance, with a sprinkle of contentment, and a smidgen of assurance. Don't you love the word smidgen? Then, cover the mixture with faith and set it in a warm place, where you will be able to watch happiness rise. Then, whenever you need it, Happiness will be there ready for you as you put forth your effort to need it. Did you get that? At this point, you may even find yourself beginning to quietly hum. 
When the happiness has doubled in size, it will be ready to bake and share. Happiness is best when shared and will continue to double in size for anyone who also wants to borrow your recipe to create their own lasting happiness. And it came to pass that we lived after the manner of happiness. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you'll be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations, that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find lasting happiness. Thanks for listening again today. And get ready to create, shape, assemble, construct, and build into your life those things that will genuinely create your own lasting happiness. Bye for now. See you next time.